What is up, you dirty batters? Welcome to the Inglorious Batters podcast. This is our first ever episode. Uh, we are so excited for you guys to be joining us today. Uh, we are uh, thrilled that we are able to actually do this. I'm joined here with Rob and Adam, and uh, we're going to start off with a little bit of an intro. Hey, Rob, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm Rob. Uh, the the highlight of my life is I'm a father of three and a stay-at-home dad, um, so I get a lot of time to break down uh, fantasy baseball or just baseball lines in general, so I'm that guy. Adam, what about you? Yeah, I'm Adam, man. I'm excited to be here. This is uh, exciting to have somewhat of a captivating audience here because everyone knows you give me a captive audience and I'm just like, I'm in there, but yeah, I... I have a beautiful wife, Katie. I have three kids, Oliver, Sullivan, and Joss. Uh, they keep us busy, but been a baseball fanatic my whole life. Huge Cleveland Indians, sorry, Cleveland Guardians fan. Um, Let's keep but, it uh, politically appropriate. Let's keep it politically yeah, correct. We, Come on. We, we don't, we don't want to get this thing canceled before we even get it off the ground here. <laughs> But yeah, man, happy to be here and, and happy to be here with you fellas. And also thank you to VSN for sponsoring this and, and all the show sponsors, Old Port Baseball as well. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, absolutely. We're going to dive deeper into uh, into that later in the, uh, in the show. Uh, let me introduce myself real quick. I'm Jordan. I am a new uh, father of one son whose also name is Oliver. Uh, married to a very beautiful uh, woman. She should be watching the podcast, but if she's not, hi, Sezzy. Uh, and I'm also a diehard St. Louis Cardinals fan, the best team in baseball, period. Everybody and their mom knows that. So, oh boy, who's ready to get this started? Let's do it, man. All right. Um, all right. So first off, thank you again for everybody joining uh, this is going to be a very in-depth uh, fantasy uh, baseball podcast. There's not a lot of them out there. Uh, and so we're in a market of, of a very small amount. So um, I feel like we'll be able to give you guys the best insight when it comes down to the hottest players, coldest players, what pitchers you should stream for, for weeks on end. Uh, it's going to be very exciting. Uh, but first, we're going to discuss how our league operates. We are a league of extraordinary gentlemen. And it's ran by, well, the, there's three founding fathers of this. Left, Jim Chapman, left, left. left. Yeah. Jim Chapman, Shane Anderson, and then also Roger, our, our hosts ourselves. So with that being said, hey, uh, Rob, can you give us a deep dive on how the Fantasy League is ran? Uh, yeah, uh, this is really all the brainchild of Jim. Everybody here knows that. Jim's the smart one. Um, Shane's the good-looking one. And I don't really do much in the group um but it stands the way it stands um our league is 14 years standing so we've gone through this scoring system with a fine tooth comb um so one of the things that i wanted to do um, one of the things that uh we as a podcast agreed to do uh, is we were going to actually break off and we're going to create another league to kind of better suit the fantasy baseball audience that is normal and not as dedicated or does not have a de as dedicated a commission as we do in gym. So there's that. Um, so pretty much it's a head to head points league, but we have a lot of bonuses and a lot of obscure points coming in um, when it comes to pitching. So 
you're going to get your traditional uh, two points for a hit, uh, one point per run scored, and then point per base pretty much. So you're going to get your, your point per single, two for the double, three for the triple, but you're going to get five for the home run. Uh, obviously, it's just you want that boosted up a little bit. And then we also threw in uh, a point for total bases. So you're going to, it's going to build on top of everything else. So batting can actually uh, turn out to be a solid night if you have a, a two home run night or that doofus Schwarber out there when he goes off in his one month long tear. Um, and then we also issue three points per walk, four points for an intentional walk, uh, one point or minus one point per strikeout. Um, and then we award two points for the uh, hit by pitch. Uh, because there are guys out there that have made a career of that. Uh, and then sacrifice flies, we also give you a point. Stolen bases is where the bread and butter in this league is going to be made. And I think for us, it's going to be really fun over the next few years with a lot of the rule changes um, because you get seven points for stolen bases. So that's going to be, you know, that's going to make people like Bobby Wood Jr. seem a little bit more appealing to the eye because that's going to uh, boost their, their net, that area a little bit. And something we uniquely do with our with our with our batters is an error. So if they commit an error defensively, they'll get minus two points, which we don't see a whole lot, but it has made or break uh, matchups. That is actually formally we call that the Javi Baez rule, I believe. If unless yeah. I don't know, I thought yeah. that's what it was. Something like yeah. that. I, it was I, I think we got that past the board, <laughs> right? <laughs> um. Our pitching is where is where a lot of the weird stuff's going to come into, because uh, we award five points for an appearance. So every pitcher that appears in a game, whether it be a start, um, or for a full starting pitching link, um, or for our, uh, middle relief or even a close, they're going to get five points. But the starter for game started gets minus five points. Uh, that's kind of unique to our league. Um, Jim did this to kind of combat the uh, the huge point differential when it came to relief pitchers and then starting pitchers. It does bolster and add a lot of value to, to some of those middle relief guys where you're going to get holds because you're going to get that five points of an appearance right off the bat just for showing up. Um, and then we're going to do three points for an inning pitched, um, minus one point for any hit allowed, minus two points on the inner runs, uh, minus one point for walks, Minus one for hits, hit batsman as well. And then we give 1.2 points per strikeout. Um, I know that seems like a very odd number. Um, the way it works out, though, with our scoring system, everything comes out pretty flat. Um, and then quality start gets, uh, will get you a 15 points. So that's where, um, actually, that, that's where we've seen a lot of diciness come within the last few years in our league. Uh, because you're getting a lot of these pitchers are no longer going to that quality start mark. But they're pitching, you know, great four innings, and then that fifth that fifth inning they get pulled before they get that uh, you know that sixth inning. Um, so that's that's kind of unique to our league. Still, a lot of people did away with the, the the quality start stat because of that. And I have actually heard, and I'm going to get you guys the opinions on this. There are some leagues that are going to quality appearances. So instead of mm. instead of what is the what is the rule for a quality start? Is it six innings with? Less. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of some of these leagues that I've been reading about, they're going to a quality appearance where it's five innings with a four ERA or lower or something like that. Nope. So <laughs> I I like it though, because you you've got these guys that are going out there and they just don't 
they're not gas cans. They're not Sandy Alcantara, but, you know, they're going out there and they're pitching, you know, five solid innings. And I think that that's a pretty awesome way to kind of combat all of that. Yeah. No, uh, I, I agree. I remember, I remember 100% when, uh, when when my dad was uh, in the league last uh, in the league last year. He had a pitcher that always pitched five in a, five in a two inning, and it always screwed him over. <laughs> yeah. So the I more mean, that you say that, the more that you say that, that makes a lot of sense now. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 the sheer reason why, like, I cannot roster a single Tampa Bay race pitcher because they right. just do all that goofy shit with their pitching and the and the openers and you know the analytics. You know, hell, we saw Kevin Cash basically blow a World Series for you know right. pulling pitchers. Or I just can't roster them. Although I probably will um, this year. <laughs> uh, got my eyes set on somebody. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, I... I've got my eyes set on a particular one buddy on that team, so that's it. Um, uh, back to the point system, though. Uh, we do award complete games, too. Not a lot of people notice that. I don't know. It really doesn't matter. Um, but I do remember a couple of years a couple of years back, I had picked up Edison Volquez, and then he goes out and he pitches a no-hitter. And I was so pissed. I was like, dude, dude was pitched a no-hitter, and he didn't really get any bonus points. And then Jim, that next year, came in and said he gave a complete game plus five points instead of putting on more points in the no hitter because it just made more sense. You know, it's, you know, Max Scherzer back in the mid 2010s was, was a beast going out pitching nine in and it was twice a, twice a month. It felt like, but never really saw it fantasy production. Yeah. Hey, um, you think, you think he is a beast. Just think of, Pud Galvin would like to have a word. <laughs> well, I mean, I, yeah, just out of the cans and the arms that they moved. <laughs> no, that was a comment that came in, and it's just funny. That's a that's a great shout there. Oh, oh, Alex. Okay. Um, and then complete games, no hitters. We also award fifteen points. Perfect games, ten. And then 10 points for the win, minus 10 for a loss. So those kind of flatten out right there. Save opportunities, you get minus 2.5. It's a lot like the, the game started. You gotta, we had to bring those, those closures down a little bit to kind of even out the playing field with our, with our middle relief. Um, a saves worth 15 points, blown saves minus 10, and then a holds are 10. Um, so our scoring format's a little bit a little bit different compared to everybody else. That's why we all got together and we we're going to do uh, another. Uh, we're going to do a head-to-head with history league as well. So that will be included on the podcast. Uh, that league is filled with a lot of members that we carried over from our original league, but uh, we got uh, a couple from a couple more from the the, the network to, to join us as well. Anybody else yeah, have anything to say about the scoring system? The worst part about that scoring system is when uh, your reliever has the lead going into the eighth inning, and then they lose the game, which is minus 15, minus yeah. 10, because you get the blown save, and then you also get the loss. That's the, the worst part. The worst absolute part of that is when yeah. your pitcher gives up a walk-off home run or a walk-off hit. No, it gets worse. The worst oh part of it. The worst part is, of it is in these extra inning rules. When your pitcher comes in, doesn't even give up a hit, 
but gets tagged with the loss. What the fuck? What the hell? <laughs> That's right. Send the, the cleats, send the cleats to Cooperstown. That is some Hall of Fame stuff right there. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I mean, so, I yeah. mean, didn't we have to, did we fix that though? No, I think they're still I, doing it. They, they, yeah, they're doing it this year again. I know that. I, I mean, there's really no, no I know that they want to keep it indefinitely. I, no, well, that's what I'm talking about. Like, um, like that's not oh, a boy. blown. That's not a blown save or a loss, right? Uh, you get uh, tagged with the loss right. just because you're out there. Yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah. it's it's. It's a, it's, yeah, it's not fun, but, but yeah, no, it, this, this league, yeah, we're looking for some, you know, with some of the other podcasts out there on the variety sports network, some of the guys um, have agreed to kind of get involved in it. So hoping to kind of, you know, let, let that kind of lead to some content with, with this. I think that, that was kind of the um, yeah. purpose of that. Yeah. It's, that, that was kind of my vision behind it. Get them involved. Maybe they will be, you know, be excited to dig, find something you know, they love too. I don't know. But but Rob, um, you know, <laughs> it's funny because when when we were in, introducing like our league and everything, you know, going through the history of it, it you know, as you are kind of a co-founder and you know, you kind of you remind you remind me of a modern day Ben Franklin in that sense that you know oh, yeah. you're 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 kind of a founding father, never quite got to be president, never quite have won a championship, but. <laughs> you're still recognized and you're going to go down and etched into the, 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 you know, the history, but it's just kind of, I mean, the ultimate loser, <laughs> the lovable loser. I, I, I can't rebut this. I can't, I can't argue. Like, what am I going to say? I've, I've only been in the league oh, for man. four seasons. I, 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 it appears. <laughs> I'm, uh, no, I have really bad internet in here, so bear yeah. with me. Yeah, uh, Jordan is traveling. He's in St. Louis. He's he's hooked to that hotel internet. Um, I don't think he actually paid the fourteen ninety nine for the good, uh, uh, you know, MBPS, but. <laughs> no. <laughs> so so we may have to be bouncing around here. He is our um quasi moderator of this year um outfit so you bear with us here but um so are we ready to what what's next what's next jordan he's not here no i say let's let you and i can move into the wbc and hopefully you can catch up to that yeah man um dude you know the wbc it's something that i am super excited about because right. you know here we are in 2023 it's it's hard to believe that you know this is a tournament that we've not played in for right. six years now um yeah. you know and there's it, so many fond memories from the last wbc i mean it's just like i just keep like i remember watching the whole entire thing and just one just wanting something like that just a world competition to showcase baseball again you know I, I, we need it yeah, you know, it's like when you're when you're thinking about it, you know, here it is, you know, six years since our last one, obviously, with with that one being probably the most memorable for, you know, because this is a tournament that you and I 
at least um, yeah. can say we remember it in its entirety because it's yeah. what 2006, I think, is when it started. So, yeah. you know, we don't have a whole lot of history to draw from. But uh, coming off of obviously the last one with Team USA, you know, winning the whole thing for the first time ever, um, you know, it's like you come into it this year, you know, a lot of a lot of different storylines, I think, coming into it. A um, lot of compelling, I, you know, I think there's, you know, even after seeing some of the rosters released, uh, you know, a lot of compelling arguments for a lot of different teams, honestly. Yeah, uh, obviously USA is, is, is your favorite as, long as, as well as mine, but uh, who do you have, who do you have winning this thing? You know, it's. You know, I mean, I think what is Vegas? I think Vegas has, I think Vegas thinks what the Dominican Republic, I think, is at plus 200. Uh, you know, I think they think that they're the favorite. I think USA is shortly behind them. But, you know, honestly, it's like when I look at these types of tournaments now, looking at it in a sense that we don't have a whole lot to draw from. I like the USA. I think they are a little slim on pitching when you really get down to the roster yeah. uh, construction. Um, and when you start looking at some of the other teams, man, they're just so stacked. But but what I what I what I can't look past is in this tournament since it's been created in 2006, Team Japan. I mean, that is a team that you cannot overlook. No. Um, I mean, what they they won the first two. Yeah. And then I think they finished third and um, a couple others finished third. So, I mean, um, they're a team that you definitely can't look past. You know, the other the other interesting thing about this is you look back at the last two World Baseball Classics and um, obviously you had uh, United States win uh, back in 2017. And the one prior to that was the Dominican Republic. But playing in the final of both of those was Team Puerto Rico on the losing end of both. So they've been yeah. to the championship game, two two World Baseball Classics in a row. And, and you know, I mean, even in the, like with the last one, just they performed so solid. They were so good through the entirety of the, of the tournament. And then the U.S. just kind of turned it on right there at the end when they needed to, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they really did. And, um, you know, is there any, you know, obviously, so I guess to, to answer your question, do do I think, who do I think is going to win? You know, I obviously I want Team USA to win. I mean, come on now. But I think the Dominican Republic is going to probably put this one away. As, you know, I know that's like, oh, God, pick the favorite, you know. But yeah. I just, just looking at the roster from top to bottom, it's just semi-overwhelming, to say the least. Semi, semi overwhelming. I, I would, I, I agree. I mean, uh, the Dominican, the, the Dominican Republic just always fields a solid team when it comes to these, these, uh, the WBCs. And just looking at their middle infield alone, geez, Louise, the left side of their <laughs> infield, Wander Franco, Rafael Devers, Manny Machado. Like, like, yeah. I mean, if you just think of the money alone and long term deals on the Dominican yeah. team. Top it could probably players. buy the whole Dominican Republic three times over. Right, Willie Adamas. I think their worst there he player. Is. I, I think the worst player they've got on their infield roster is Nelson Cruz. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's it's, but but you know, I guess 
you know, when you look at, you know, just, I guess, focusing in particular on, you know, Team USA and um, kind of just looking at their roster in particular, is there anybody you're, in, you're, you're excited for in this roster? I mean, is there anything that, you know, any, anybody in particular that you, you, you really want to see play in this? Uh... The Dominican Republic, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, I mean, and look at the, I mean, I think you were on something at the beginning talking about Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico's been steps away each year. Uh, and you look at their, you look at their roster, it's, it's almost a little underwhelming compared to the Dominican Republic. But it's also, they, I mean, they have solid talent. I mean, Javi Baez is on there. I mean, the lift game. Yeah, uh, yeah you know, it's just, it, it, honestly, it's the pitching that, that just really concerns me. I mean, in particular, the starters. I think they've got enough to piece together that bullpen. I mean, with a Devin Williams and, you know, you got Ryan Presley. Those are two just locked down. Adam Adovino, obviously not 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 what he was, but. But you know what? <laughs> you know what's funny when you look at this roster. If you take our coaching staff, and if you take them as like 1990s baseball players and put them in this World Baseball Classic, I don't know who's beating us. I mean, we got Mark DeRosa, <laughs> we got Brian McCann, Ken Griffey Jr., Andy Pettit, Michael Young. Who's beating that one? Yeah, right. I mean, come on now. I mean, honestly, that that coaching staff's definitely got probably more more pitching talent than our entire rotation. Yeah. All, yeah. Yeah. No, I just, you know, with, with Brian McCann, McCann there as the bench coach, Hey, Lord, Lord help the player that pimps a home run. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I love about the world baseball classic. And you know what? And that's, I think that's, what's going to be the most exciting about um, watching the world baseball classic is the environment. I don't know if you guys tuned in at all, to some of like the Dominican winter leagues or the, you know, Venezuelan winter leagues. I mean, a little bit, you know, bit. I mean, it's, it's a wild form of baseball crowd aspect wise. Anyway. Yeah. It's insane. It's they crazy. got like the Vuvuzelas and shit yeah. out. Yeah, it sounds like the 2014 FIFA world cup. It's crazy. It's, it's loud. I, I, I love it. I, but I think that's the direction the baseball's moving in general. And I hope that that's kind of how we follow. Uh, but yeah, when you like when you mentioned Puerto Rico, well, do you do you, do you see? Can they you, are do American. You see them? <laughs> do you do you guys see them at, at all? Possibly being able to make a bump? I don't know because I'm looking at like I look at these odds and we got Puerto Rico at plus eleven hundred and like you said they've been there Get, for the past two. Like that's a well. Solid, I, gotta, I mean. <laughs> Go ahead, Jordan. Knockers. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is always going to be a threat. Always, always going to be a threat. And the issue when it comes down with them is, yeah, their pitching depth is better than America is. But um, over, I, I'm scared to open up a tab and look at their roster like in completely because I I will get disconnected. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, don't, don't don't do any research, Jordan. This is going <laughs> to test your baseball knowledge. I know, I know. I'm trying. Okay, so, but but also, but also, this the downer is that they are missing Carlos Correa, which I feel like would be a huge bump for that team. Who's coming in at shortstop? Is it El Mago himself? 
Oh, you know what? It very well could be. No, no, no. Don't get me started on who's coming in at shortstop. Yeah, because I have got a take on Puerto Rico. They're not going to win. Why? Oh, Francisco well, Lindor, that's right. It's just oh, because you of Frankie? son of a Just guy. because yeah. of Frankie? Oh, come yeah. on. They're not going to win. You are no, such they're a not going to win because – no, because Francisco Lindor's on the team. And you know what? If Maybe they will get to the championship game again this year for the third time in a row. But they won't win because you know what Francisco Lindor is going to be doing? What What is he going to be doing? He's going to be taking a nap. He's going to uh, be taking a nap just like he did before game seven of the World Series. Oh, gosh. Can I do, can I do something? For like just to baptize the podcast. Okay. We got Lindor here. Oh no. We're gonna give him a proper headwear. He's a clown. This is a clown hat for a clown <laughs> baseball player. We're gonna put him back on the shelf. I had I had no idea this was this was festering inside of you, man. Uh, wait, wait, think- how 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 long has this been building up? That you wanted to tell everybody how much you strongly despise Francisco Lindor, who is easily a top five uh, shortstop in baseball. Well, it's been festering a long time. Um, Was it because he, he left? Just no, no it's yeah, it part, partly, partly. Yeah, but <laughs> it's more how he left. And also, it's just, you know, I don't want to get into the mud because we'll have plenty of time for that, but. There is just absolutely no way that that team is going to win with Francisco Lindor as their captain, shortstop, whatever, whatever you want to call him, Mr. Smile, wintering. Hey, and you know what's worse than the Mets? Who? What? Nothing, because Francisco Lindor is on the Mets. I mean, there's absolutely nothing worse. I mean, there's there's a few things. Um, Yeah, there's, yeah. Uh, but I'm sorry, guys. I made. That I, I got a. I got a. I got a question. Got a question though. Um, I, I miss. I miss some things because yeah. I have some technical difficulties. Did we discuss the true? Well, obviously, America's going to win. Hell yeah, go America! But did we discuss the true threat of the WBC though? Right? Have we not discussed them yet? Japan, not Dominican Republic. Japan. But no, give us your take because I, I, uh, thought, we you know, I think Rob and I both kind of agreed they need to be taken Japan, seriously. <laughs> Japan, Japan's a scary team, especially since you have Shohei Otani on that team. Um, and Shohei is the best player on the planet, and it's crazy because him and Trout are the two best in baseball and they Play suck. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> See, and that's a different time. That's a, that, that's a different conversation. That's a different conversation. Yeah, no, um, no, absolutely. But but no, like like Team Japan is a dirty team. Uh, granted, I, this this might sound very very bad. I can't pronounce any of their names, but I bet you they're good at baseball. Um, yeah. And and then you also like, have <laughs> yeah. Damn, George. I feel like <laughs> I haven't paid enough attention to any of the the Japanese league to whatever it's called to to know much no well i agree well i mean i mean i mean i'm going based off of like the um like the stigma that japan baseball has we have players like shohei 
uh, Ichiro. We have players like, oh boy, from the Cubs, which I forgot his name. Sia Suzuki. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, the KBO. Yeah, that's a that's a different team that we're going to be discussing as well. But um, but no, like there's so many there's so many great players that came came from Japan. And then you also have, obviously, Lars Newbar from the Cardinals, who, uh, from what I saw, is that they're for sure starting him, which is crazy to me, um, and that he's going to be drastically improved. But I think Japan overall is going to be scary. They they were scary. They're scary every single year whenever they're in the WBC, and they need to be taken serious 100%. No, when do they, when do they, wait, 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 huh? wait. You think Lars Newbar is a difference? No, no, he's starting. I'm just mentioning <laughs> like, that he's but starting. But you think yeah, that that just... takes them to the next level? No, Lars no, 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 no. I was just no, making a that's, point. That's that's just a look at me, Louie. He wanted to drop a okay. card's name, you know. Okay, he, he, he needed to, but I mean, it's it's no, they're <clears throat> they're a fun team to watch. They, you know, they're, they're... yeah, <laughs> uh, they're a fun team to watch. There's, you know, that I love the approach of Japanese baseball. I mean, which is why I give them respect. Honestly, most of my take when it comes to Japanese baseball is team Japan in the little league world series. Cause that's about right. my exposure. I'm going to be honest with you. I read a couple of things here and there, but uh, other than that, I mean, I think everyone's giving them somewhat the respect that they deserve their third best odds coming into the tournament. So, you know, I think that's probably pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I definitely, think... I agree. I mean, looking at the betting odds, um, I mean, there's not a whole lot of value there. I mean, you'll be able to make a little bit of money, but I mean, I definitely like looking at Puerto Rico and uh, Mexico a little bit better. And I mean, even the Netherlands. If you're wanting to throw a little some one shots out there, those guys, those guys could be pretty dangerous when it comes to that. So that'll lead me into where I wanted to talk about um, the Netherlands, dude. First and foremost, I don't care what anybody says. The Netherlands have the dopest uniforms out of all the WBC. Oh yeah, period. Hats, period. Those hats are just hey, hey. slick. Find find well, them and yeah. uh, find them and share it for the people that can't see it. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, and honestly, it's a diamond in the rough because, you know, where is the creativity with half of these damn hats? I mean, right. let's just take the two letters of your country's name and just intertwine them together, like New York Yankees or Notre Dame. You know, any any major sports team, San Francisco. You know, it's just like God. Where can you give me something that relate relates yeah. to the to the country somehow different i mean i don't know if i could do this i'm pulling an image off of a, a, a website so oh well make sure you close all your browsers out there Rob. uh i will that's not <laughs> that is not what i'm trying to present guys yeah all right <laughs> there you go guys you know what see think and wonder by amy miller <laughs> It's uh, okay. My wife's in schools. That was that was part of her master's part project. That's so. all right. We'll 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 dump all of our inglorious batters, um, it dollars into 
you know, some multimedia stuff. Uh, we're, it's a work in progress. There, man, that hat. Oh, there that it is, hat. dude. It goes yeah. hard. It goes that hard. Yeah. It goes hard. Yeah. Uh, so first off, let's talk about. That's what I'll bring up to bring in bring in Netherlands to the to the conversation, and then leading into my bread and butter when it comes to their betting odds. I think they were at plus three thousand. Okay. Oh, that's a. Then, yeah, and yeah. if you want to talk about a dark horse team that could actually pull this off, how about a dark horse team that has Xander Bogarts, Didi Gregorius, uh, Jonathan Shope, and then apparently his brother's name is Charwan Shope, uh, and Dalton Simmons. I mean, that's that's their infield. That that's they could make some noise. I mean, yeah, they're kind of B rate players in, in the MLB, but when you get into a tournament this small, and you know the, the opportunities arise to you know to pop a hit off to bounce. You know Puerto Rico, that'll be. I mean, these guys can definitely pull through on that. Now, I mean, their yeah. pitching staff is more than questionable. They got some solid relievers, Kenny Jansen, Pedro Strope. But I, the Netherlands Honestly, can do this, man. The Netherlands can seriously do this. It, it, what it what it seems like to me with the Netherlands roster is the COVID years just really screwed them. You know, you take that roster three four years ago, hey. yeah. I think he could do a little something with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Jonathan Shope, uh, last year he wasn't horrible. I mean, I'm pretty sure he was streamed here and there. Not streamed, but oh, yeah, he was. waiver wire. Yeah. And then Xander oh, Bogarts. Xander Bogarts, I think, is in one of y'all's top fives. So. And yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what else was funny? I don't know if you guys caught this, but uh, – uh, well, well. First of all, I guess a point when when you're looking at the Netherlands roster, the the other thing, the amount of J's, yeah. the letter J that you see, and like everybody's name is insane. But uh, did you guys see the video that was being shared? I saw it on like Instagram or something. Um, the Czech Republic roster. Uh, they there was this video. They were in the batting cages, and I think the Czech Republic might be. The worst because there's 20 teams I think in, in in the World Baseball Class. I think they're ranked the 20th out of the teams that, that that made it. But they had all these Czech Republic players in the batting cages and stuff, and they, they were interviewing them and asking them all like what they do outside of just play for the Czech national team. And they're like, "Oh, I'm a school teacher and I'm a accountant and I work," you know. And I'm like, "Holy cow, man! That, yeah. How what a neat experience that must be for all the you know right. those guys." Yeah, I mean, and it's it's kind of like that Olympic level experience, and you know these guys are, you know, well past some of the Olympic level talent that's out there. You know, oh yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Oh yeah, definitely. Anything else on the WBC guys that you you know? um, I think we got games that are starting. I think that earliest pool starts like March eighth. I think we're down to like eleven days, man. That's nuts. Meaningful. Yeah. meaningful baseball in 11 days yeah i was watching uh an inter- i was watching the the red sox play uh northeastern university today and they interviewed verdugo um isn't he playing i think he's playing for mexico right yes you're right i yeah. that is one that i think i saw uh, that was kind of a uh, to me i think it's i just think it's wild but like he's he's sitting there in a spring training game and then in 11 days, he's going to be playing with a completely different team. And these guys are going to be already gelled and working to like, – that's insane to me. In Mexico, it, I mean, it is. Mexico's yeah, a really and, solid team. 
Yeah, and you're right. And, and actually, as I <clears throat> as I look at their roster, um, they are fielding a really solid team. Randy Rosarena on Team Mexico, even though he's listed as Cuba birth country, um, they do oh. have a solid team. The you know the only thing that I'm worried about when you mention that, like you know, we're seeing these players report into spring training. You know, I don't know how many of the team your guys' teams players are participating in the World Baseball Classic, but man. I am nervous for the injuries for some reason. And I think that a lot of that's just because I'm a Cleveland fan. So I'm, I'm just waiting for the wheels to fall off this baby, like at any given moment. So, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. It kind of scares me a little bit. It scared me last time too. And it, you know, I don't think there was anything too major, but. No, I, I, I think a lot of the players reported back that it kind of, Help them out starting the season, you know, because they were already loose, so they were good. It's just those players that made it to the playoffs. So, you, you and I shouldn't have a problem now. <laughs> well, well, uh, for players, uh, for some players, like you said, it does. It is a good warm up for them. It's extra practice, more games, yeah. more reps. So, I feel, I feel like it's a good thing uh, yeah. for the older guys, the guys that are in it that are older that really shouldn't be in it. I think I feel like they are. Um, I feel like they have a, a higher risk of injury, which is quite scary. <laughs> uh, for example, for our old guys on uh, Team USA, again, not trying to sound like a homer, but Wainwright's a, the oldest guy on the team. But but it's a good thing that Clayton Kershaw backed out because he's getting up there in age as well. Um, and like. Uh, how much long? How how many games can they push their bodies to do through a whole season, including the WBC? Well, you don't have to worry yeah. about that. Like Kershaw never played a full season in his life, anyway. So no, yeah, you know, yeah, that's a f- <laughs> no, dude. Uh, they they manipulate that pitching staff so hard, but yeah. Wainwright. I mean, <clears throat> I think his entire arm is just a huge calloused at this point. So I don't think yeah. you have anything. He, you got a he's got like rhino skin and yeah. ligaments. Like it's like you got to penetrate that armor. Like I don't even know what kind of gauge you would need to get through that thing. But I think he's solid at this point. Hey, and at this point, he'll play through just about anything once he got to lose. Right. Right. I mean, other than the NL Central Division, which they will. But uh, who's going to compete? With you're just trying, you're just trying to get a rise out of me, aren't you? <laughs> No, we're, I'm going to save that for later. I'm going to save that for later. Because we, uh, we know for a fact the Cincinnati Reds have zero cent, uh, zero chance. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep. I don't have to even apologize for that. The Pirates oh. are the Pirates. The Brewers got worse in the offseason, and the Cubs showed some movement. However, I don't think it's good enough. It's not enough. They're either a win or bust team. Not really a win or bust. Never mind. They're they if they win, no, cool. If it. they lose, no, if they lose, then it doesn't matter if they win, it's cool. That's kind of what I meant. Kind of started to peter out there at the end. Gotta be honest with you. Let's cut that. They're a winner bus team. Cut it, put it on with social media. Jordan said it. Well, it is winner bus. Is. He winner petered out bus. at the end, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they've done they've done enough to cut their whole roster. Anyway, uh, is there anything else we'd like to add for the WBC? I think that I think 
you know, we'll we'll probably add more as we get further into the tournament. You know, I, um, I think they we've discussed some different different things we're going to do with the WBC. So stay tuned for all that. Uh, you know, it's something that we're going to be following very, very closely because it's March. And what else do we have to follow? Right. Just one more thing that Mexico sitting at plus 2000 odds for the WBC uh, after looking at oh, those are... year once more. That's I yeah. think that's definitely got a lot of value there. Um, yeah, that roster's solid. Yeah, bro. So, um, hey, but, uh, hey, how about we move into our fa- uh, the our favorite discussion of the night, shall we? Let's go over some is... player rankings. Oh boy! All right. Um, do you guys have you guys just pulled up, or do you need me? To yeah, just pull pulled up, pulled up, and share the screen. Yeah, I mean, are we gonna? You know, I guess we'll kind of. You know, if you if you share the whole screen, then it kind of gives away yeah. all the rankings. Oh, that's ones. a good point. That's a good right. point. Um, so here, I'll just what I'll do is I'll I'll read them off as we get to them. That's cool. Let's do it. All right, all right Rob, take it over. All right. Um, so obviously, starting off with the catcher position, uh, my top five was Adley Rushman as my number one catcher, Will Smith, Dalton Varsho, JT Riamuto, MJ Melendez, Jordan. You had Riamuto, Will Smith, Adley. Uh, Wilson or one of the Contreras's, yeah. Wilson, Murphy, Murphy, and then Alex or Adam. You had Rushman, Riamuto, Varsho, Murphy, and Riley or Raleigh. Um, obviously, the one that sticks out right there is Riamuto. He's in all of our top fives, uh, and he's the highest ranked. So, Adam, why do you what do you what do you see in in, in JT that you're um, a fan of this season? Why why are you putting him as a top five catcher? Well, you know, JT, uh, did I have, did I have Adley as my top? No, you had JT. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, you look at, no, no, you did. You had Adley as your top. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, because, um, anybody that beats out Stephen Kwan for rookie of the year deserves like cred, um, which is why he's my number one, but he's also good for, I think, I think Adley was over five wins above replacement for a catcher and i he was a you know wasn't called up right away but you know i look at i look at the catching position you know especially as it you know since this is a you know fantasy baseball podcast and everything i it's hard for me to put a lot of value uh in the catcher position because you even look at our top five catcher list you get down to that number five position and you're like yeah yeah probably won't even roster him i'd rather have a pitcher you know yeah but you know, but but you look at a guy like JT Realmuto. I mean, three-time All-Star. You know, he's what looks like he's got a couple Gold Gloves. I mean, obviously he's 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 the exception to the rule when it comes to a modern-day catcher, as the the emphasis has shifted so much to receiving the ball and controlling the run game, calling good, calling a good game. Um, you know, and part of that's probably just my bias that I don't think I've had a catcher that played for my team that has hit over 200 in the last four seasons. So I don't have a whole lot to add to the catching dynamic. I'm going to let you guys kind of take that one away. All right. Uh, Jordan, what do you got? Um, JT has been the best catcher in all of baseball for the past, like three, four seasons, in my opinion. The man, uh, he's, for one, the fastest catcher, so you're also going to get those stolen base numbers. No other catcher is going to steal bases because they're right. slow. And then you right. also have – you also are going to get some 
uh, singles that are stretching to doubles because of that as well. That's a big plus. But then also you're going to get that power as well. And the limited amount of errors because you're going to get a catcher that's a high-end catcher when it comes down to controlling a game. So I feel like I feel like it's between him and Adley um, and Will. Will Smith had a crazy good year last year, and I feel like he's going to repeat that same exact uh, uh, year that he did uh, prior. Uh, I don't know about Will Smith, you know, but you know that's that's your call. He he has he has the contact. He he can hit the ball. Yeah, he'll he'll, he'll give you he'll give you he'll give you. I I think is between those three when it comes down to the top three, mainly because you're going to get Adley, who's going to be giving you those. What? I just got. Hey, he's got some contact. He'll hit the ball. It's not necessarily a ringing endorsement. I got to be honest. <laughs> He sounds like a fucking catcher. <laughs> well, well, like you like you mentioned before, catchers are very difficult because there's not a lot of good offensive catchers. You have no, to nitpick right. which ones you yeah. want, and I'm nitpicking Especially for, for fantasy. Yeah, exactly. It's, exactly. It's extremely tough. It's extremely tough from that position in a and in, in particularly a deep league like we we play in a 20 team league and it's like <laughs> i mean right. 20 catchers i don't even think i could name you know 20 oh teams God. catchers but I, no. I can barely name five <laughs> it's a, it's tough out there yeah yeah exactly i i think uh i think as a, as a consensus us having jt riamuto as as that in their solid like solid and then in the top five spots it does kind of speak to what he's done in the past, obviously. Um, but last year was really intriguing to me. Uh, 21 bags last year. He'd never gotten over 13. So last year, I mean, usually you don't run as much in your 30s. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that he went up, uh, that's kind of telling me, and that shows me, and not just for not not just for JT, but for the Phillies in general, they're going to be aggressive, bro. They're going to steal bags. I mean, these new rules, yeah, are, and these base sizes. This is going to be it's going to be a focal point. And with JT Riamuto getting twenty one last year, and he's projected at thirteen this year, I think. No, he's projected that's, 15, 15 this year. I mean, that's that's huge coming out of the catcher spot. Uh, that's a ton for, for a catcher. Yeah, especially yeah. for the depth that. Uh, you know, especially for the depth that catcher has or the lack of depth that catching has. Yeah. If you get one of those prized possessions, those top three, that, that I mean, that does change your yeah. roster when you look at it, the rest of the league. I mean, that's like a, basically yeah. an extra bat every day, you know, or, or at least five, six days a week. I know there's a lot of off days with the catchers, but. Let me see. What do um, they, they, they project? Yeah, they're projecting Adley at five stolen bags. Um. With, with Rushman, I mean, he's he was he's just so good. He's a, he's solid, and he didn't ever and he didn't really even get time to to you know dig into the role too that too much last year. I mean, he had he only had three hundred ninety eight bats. So well, I mean, that's what's crazy about him, you know. When you look at that, it's like good good lord, you know, because you remember him getting called up because there was like kind of that viral moment where he you you remember he kind of took everything in once he once he was out there, which was awesome, but. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a 781 OPS. 
I mean, honestly, yeah. he's he struck out 82 times, walked 52 times. I mean, not a terrible ratio really, but you know, good for 5.2 war. I, I love war. Um, you know, an 806 OPS last season. That's yeah. that's nutty. 128 OPS plus. That's it's impressive numbers for a young rookie who who had so much hype coming in. You know, how many of yeah. these big prospects do we see that kind of peter out and maybe maybe kind of up and down a few times before they finally you know, in a in the catching position, it's just so demanding. Right. Kalinic. <laughs> Who? What'd you just yell? Jared yeah. Kalinic, whatever. His no, name yeah. Is. Bust. Yeah. Bust. <laughs> Dude, yeah. he hurt. And then and then looking at you know the Orioles in general. I mean, because so much of fantasy baseball is dependent on what you know what you can bring in as well. You know, as well, they're gonna have base runners, and if. They're on in front of Adley Rushman. I mean, they could, he can easily, easily, for what are they, what are they projecting him at for 2023 RBIs? 42 RBIs? I think he'll blow that out of the water. No, easily. That's, that's low. That's very low. The, more, the Orioles are going to be in the middle of that lineup. Yeah. I mean, 100 RBIs, you know, we don't see a lot of those guys anymore, but 42 RBIs from the catcher spot. That seems low. That's that's solid. I mean, I, I think that the, the Orioles are no slouch. They're going to start pushing people, and they're, they're going to start. I mean, unfortunately, they're in that division, so they're always going to be. They're going to make. They're making to the L ALCS. Oh, I'm stamping he's it. Calling it. If stamping that doesn't it. happen, Damn, if that doesn't happen, Marcus gets to kick you in the dick. Not, <laughs> um, not the balls, the dick. Just the dick. Yeah, your dad will have to uh, it out, and then. <laughs> Marcus is a big boy, man. I, I gotta uh, tell you, that's gonna that's gonna hurt. Uh, you know what? You know what? Uh, I will pass on that. Oh, I, uh Well, I don't like pain. Uh, I I'll do I'll do anything else, but. Uh. <laughs> um, uh, anybody else go to the next position? Nope, nope. Catcher was pretty easy. I feel like JT or Adley. <laughs> All right, well, let's go to first base. First base was a lot more difficult. Uh, our obvious one that stuck out the most was Freddie Freeman, but each of us had Vladdy up there, Goldschmidt in there. So I, I, we're going to have to touch base on all three of those guys. Um, but Freddie Freeman, and just, just to start things off, um, Adam, what do you got? On Freddie, Freddie Freeman? Yeah. Um. You know, honestly, he was a player that coming into last season, you know, obviously he was the big off-season acquisition there for the Dodgers. And we know all the drama that surrounded his departure from Atlanta and with Matt Olson. And then he got butt hurt right before the All-Star break and fired his agent, you know. But despite all that, I mean, the dude can flat out hit. Man's a um, beast. Dude, I, I, yeah, just looking at his fangraphs page, Buddy's got I mean, he's probably led the led the league in doubles over the last, I don't know, decade. I mean, that that's yeah. a Hall of Fame. That is a Hall of Fame career right there. Yeah, I mean, you the you look at machine. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 impressive. I mean, and it's fairly consistent when you look at, you know, games played for the most, but there were a couple, you know, 
shorter season, but for the most part, I mean, hell, he let he played in 162 games twice. But um, look at all the look at all the damn uh, bold ink you see all over his stats. Yeah, uh, that's that's a lot. Yes, is insane. I, I mean, he led the league in OBP last year. Um, he led the league in doubles, led the league in hits, led the league in runs. Uh, and also yeah. really good plate appearances. So I mean, he's gonna be he's gonna be a stat machine. He's he's gonna for oh absolutely uh, for our points league. He's gonna be hands down. I think he could be top three by the end of the year. Uh, oh, I easy. don't think I think so. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's uh, uh, yeah. He's made he's made for fantasy, <laughs> especially for our league. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, he's projected at 302 batting average this year um, and only 99 strikeouts. I mean, that's, that's pretty solid. Uh, but we also had Vladdy in there and Paul. Paul Goldschmidt. Obviously, Paul Goldschmidt was number two on Jordan's list. We're kind of shocked it wasn't number one. Uh, yeah, but, that was very shocking. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, Adam and hey, I hey. had four and three, hey. respectively. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> First, I, I will say this: first base is loaded, because <laughs> um, but then there's a harsh drop off when it comes down to after like six or seven. I feel like, um, but as long as long as uh, as long as Paul Goldschmidt's getting his flowers, the reigning MVP of the league, um, and also um, going to probably recreate exactly what he did last season, or maybe even better. Um, overall wise, I feel like he, 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 he won't be as good as Freddie overall when it comes down to hitting, uh, hitting. That's just my opinion on it. He's not going to hit as many doubles, even though Jim told me not to bring up, well, not for you to bring up doubles. Uh, but I feel, I feel like he's going to, in the chat, there's a discussion, discussion today in the group chat. You'll just have to go back and read it. Oh no! Yeah, I'm trying not even to look at that. I, I'm, I can't focus. <laughs> but but, at, uh, but yeah, no, that's looking it. At his, looking at his last season, I mean MVP season, obviously. I, that I don't. He, you, I think you're right. I don't think he could duplicate that. I, I just I don't see I don't see that coming out of of him this year. I mean, he's only projected. I mean, he's projected to have a little bit lesser of a season. I mean, he's projected to have his worst season in like four years. I don't see that happening. But no, no. I, yeah, I, I just, I, I just don't see it. So, I mean, that's why I've got Freddie over him. Um, that's, what about I don't Vladimir? think. I think. Where? Vlad Guerrero. He was the other one that we all had Home right runs. there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. He had a down year last year. I mean, I think that was – wasn't his best year. I, I think for a guy that had, again, so much hype coming up, I mean, he's a guy that's got unmistakable power. You know, still last year he was close to 100 RBIs. You know, he had 274 – back. it's hard to say he had a down year. You know, he hit 32 – he hit 32 bombs. You know, I mean, but I guess I hmm? two seventy four. See, uh, to me, that's that's more about what he's going to be. Is a two seventy four hitter 
he, I think he'll probably break that 32 home runs quite a bit more throughout his career. I mean, 35 is more online for what I, I think his power can do. And, and, you know, just based off of his lineup as well, I think that he'll be swinging. He's not going to, he's not going to be looking for no doubles or singles. He's most of the time. Yeah. Offensive. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the biggest thing for me with, Vladdy coming, you know, obviously all-star last year, all-star the year before, the year before he led in basically all your metrics, OBP, slugging, OPS, OPS plus this, this past season in 2022, I guess the biggest difference for me is the lack of walks he was getting, you know, his OBP dropped from 401 in 2021 down to 339, um, you know, and the walk numbers went way down. Strikeout numbers, nothing too crazy, but yeah, I, it'll just be interesting to see how he bounces back. In particular, I don't know this for a fact, but I would imagine um, he's a guy that probably gets shifted on a lot. So it'd be maybe yeah. interested, interesting to see how these new rules maybe will help. Yeah, you know that's what's going to be so interesting with with fantasy baseball. I mean, this this season in particular with some of these new rules. I mean, you can really be looking at um some completely different end of year scoring for certain players right that's definitely going to help in a lot of different areas all right let's move on to our second base spot um our obviously um okay well this is this one's weird Andres Jimenez is the one that everybody had on their list that we were going to talk about but I think it's more important to to Talk to Jordan about Jose Altuve. Why did you not have him on your list yesterday? And then when you did, yes. have him, you added him as your number four second baseman. Yeah. So, so this is this is exactly what happened. When I was when I was doing my list, now bear with me. Uh, I was going with uh, I was going off the dome, and Altuve never came up in in my head. And then I was like, wait a second. I don't have Altuve on my list. And wow. then I realized how stupid and horrible my list was without having Altuve. However, I do believe that he will, he's not going to be the best rated uh, second baseman, mainly because he's been, he's, he's still one of the best second basemen, but he is regressing slightly. That's the, th that's the thing that I'm worried about when it comes down to him. He, he does not strike out as much. Four seasons last year. But listen, listen, listen. Are we going to get that again? I don't think so. He's slow down. He doesn't run as – he doesn't steal as often as he used to. He and had 18 and we're, last year. That's the most – 18. That's, that's, that's not a lot of stolen bases, though. He should be stealing no, bases a lot more at the speed that he is. That's the most he's had since 2017. Yeah. Like that has I mean, but, but I think that is, I mean, and I that mean, just like, is where the point. game's at. Yeah, I, and, and again, I think that that the, the new rules are going to definitely help that. So I mean, but you just look at his his other not, the metrics. Look, batting average last year was at a, he hit three hundred. I mean, he yeah. his his projected stats though. Uh, I think the young boy. Uh, him is about to come out, oh boy. I'm gonna be the best in baseball. I don't know what he said. 
No, I don't either. But um, I think Jordan maybe was trying to refer to the fact that you look at a uh, Jose Altuve. He is going to be 33 years old this year. So you know, it's the new 18. Is it? It is. All right. I just don't see how having him not on your list one. I understand that was a mistake. I get it. I forgive you for that. But then at four, four. I yeah I, no. I, okay. So Albie's going to have a bounce back season. He got he was hurt all season. All right, man. I'm, I'm going to take wrong? your word for it. I'm going to take your word for it. And, 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 then, and, then, and then you also have Jimenez, who's going to who is the best fielding second baseman who's going to limit your errors, and you're also going to get a guy that can hit all over the field and give you a 285-plus season. That's a reach. Well, no, it's not a reach. He's he's, And it's going to steal you more. Yeah, he hit close to 300 last year, I think. He was probably 295-ish, 298. It was his rookie season. He hit 297 last well, year. It wasn't his rookie season, but no, his for the most, it was his first season as a full-time starter, for sure. Well, you get what I mean. You get what I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. <clears throat> Cleveland homer. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I, have, I have him in as a what? Well, okay. Like, all right. All right. Hang on. I need to address this real quick. Altuve is a, indeed a Hall of Famer. Facts. However, he's going to oh, be my. regressing soon, and I can just feel it. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, and then it's then it's a four. The young, season. the young boys coming back. The young boys Let's... coming back. Andres uh, Jimenez is about to ball out this year. Oh yeah, he's. <laughs> I mean, you don't got to tell me twice. I mean. Man, I don't just, see. Just, I don't see Jimenez hitting your three hundred like he did last year. But he, oh, mm. but he also beat him in. He got twenty stolen bases this last season. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't your see boy, he, more than Altuve. Yeah, I mean, he I, not. He may not hit around three hundred this year. I don't see. I mean, come on. If if that is in fact the case, then I see his power numbers going up. Um. But, I mean, you're talking about a guy, you know, he's a guy that Tito was – it was very interesting where Tito was putting him in the lineup last year too. I mean, he hit he, – some. there were some games that he would hit as low as sixth or seventh. I mean, God. I, you know, I, I, I think, yeah, that's I, true. He it's got hit by the – You know? I definitely think we're going to have – I'll have to see him this – this season to to definitely put my full support behind him, but Altuve's to me he's he's the best second baseman in the game right now. So, but to right. put a bow on it, eight thirty seven for my boy Andres Jimenez. I was just about to say that, just about to say that you took those words right out of my mouth. An eight thirty seven OPS. Yeah. Yes. That's just. Anybody know what Altuve's was? Oh, I'll get that right now. Is probably like I'm not using something. my computer. I got it. <laughs> it was 921. 
Yeah, that's pretty high too. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, yeah. Oh, damn. Days. All right. Well, I tried. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. So. Um, so wait. I just, I got this. I got this. I got this real quick. I got this. Uh, oh boy. Nobody. Okay. Everybody here, Adam and Rob, both are should not be taken serious on this discussion at all. Main reason why they should not be taken serious during this discussion is that none of them have the true best third baseman in all of baseball in their top five, Nolan Arenado. Makes zero sense to me on why they did not, because after his whole entire uh, career, he's been a top third. I have no idea what was that. It was just a loud noise. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Oh, like you're breaking up, man. Like, real bad. Seriously? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Jordan, you frozen. And I don't know what's going on with Jordan, but. All right, I muted him, so when he, <laughs> he's not doing that anymore. Stop unmuting like, right. me. Stop unmuting me. You're, like, frozen. Nobody can hear you. <laughs> Am I good now? I mean, you're frozen, throwing up like a gang sign. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, All right, Jose Ramirez. Adam and I both have Jose Ramirez as our, as our number one third baseman. Jordan has him as his number three third baseman, and he's got Nolan Arenado as first, or as his number one three base, or on the, on the three dead. Uh, don't see it for Nolan Arenado this season. Um, he's he's arguing, Jordan's argument is that uh, Jose Altuve is getting old, but Nolan Arenado's not getting old, I guess. I don't, I don't know how it works. Um, Jose Ramirez just has way too much upside yeah to, to, to mess around you know and jordan nothing to, don't take a person am i still am i still am i am, am i still frozen yes your your screen is still frozen um but yeah don't don't take it personally on the nolan arenado the thing is this is a fantasy baseball all. ranking and uh, you know why? Why I why I said that about Nolan Arenado? I mean, he brings absolutely nothing on the base paths for starters. Um, you know, and and also there's there's just a part of me that and 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 we've seen this disproven time and time again as well. But you know, there's a part of me that I'm just I'm not I'm not fully bought in yet to the you know he came from Colorado. You know, his first season out of Colorado where he's perennially hitting 300, he, he puts up, what, a 255 average in his first season with the Cardinals. I'm just not sold on him. You know, he's put up gaudy stats in Colorado where, gosh, I mean, we got Hall of Famers that can't even make it in because they played in Colorado. I I don't think that he's figured out the power numbers like he had in Colorado. But I think he's figured it out at Bush Stadium. I do think that he can hit in Bush. I do think he could put it out in Bush. Uh, I do think that 
he could he I think he has figured out how how to hit in, in, in Bush Stadium. I just don't see I don't I don't see him returning to a two ninety three average after coming from a two fifty average. I just don't All right. I, I think he'll take a bump up. Two seventy I think is where he'll be. It it just absolutely makes not. It just makes the most sense. And he's a 270 no. hitter career. He's a 280 hitter career wise outside of that. 289. Come on. Absolutely not. And it's not cricket wireless. It's Verizon. Thank you very much. Anyway. <laughs> I, I don't anyway. see. I don't. I just don't. I mean, I see. I don't see him being any. any I don't see him being better than he was last year, where I see. Jose Ramirez definitely in that in that spot. Okay. okay, okay. So if we're talking fantasy, am I better now? Am I better? Yeah, no, better. much better. Much better. Oh, thank gosh, thank gosh. All right. Anyway, no one is the best third baseman overall for fan uh, for fantasy this up and coming season. Here's why: he's going to be limit limiting you those error numbers. Unlike all the other third basemen, the only other third baseman that's good defensively is going to be Manny Machado. Jose Ramirez is good, but not at the same level as Manny Machado or Noah Arenado. And then you also have Bregman, for some odd reasons on on Rob's list. Don't know why. The man, the man is not, the man's not on the same level as those as those three guys. So the fact that Nolan's not on his list makes zero sense. But you're going to get those limited uh, error numbers, so you're not going to get all those minus twos that you normally get. But you're also going to be getting yourself a guy that hits doubles, hits singles, hits bombs at a, at a high efficient rate. He's been in the top five, top three actually, in fantasy for the past five-plus seasons. Mm-hmm. He's been top three easy. Without a question, and the and the whole course effect is a mess. That. There's a lot of question behind that because I'm not okay. sure he was a top. Was he a top three fantasy baseball player last year? He was two behind was Machado. Why well, no? Yeah, no, he was two behind uh, Ramirez. Two behind Ramirez. He's probably yes. also behind Shohei. I would imagine points wise. Oh, okay. I'm going based so off of third just, base. Oh, just based off the position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. He had an outstanding year. I get it. We're, we're not. We're not going. We're not going based off of. No, no, he's not a third overall. No, absolutely not. <laughs> well, I mean, when you, anytime, <laughs> yeah. Anytime we talk about any kind of hitting, we got to talk about DH spot too. And well, I think yeah. that, that you know, adding in those people who play exclusively as a DH, Machado or Arenado's probably going to find himself in on the outside looking in. But I don't know the numbers right now, so I'm not going to dive into that. But I can tell you, I've done it. I, Alex, I've done a deep dive in Bush. Um, a lot, pretty hard my entire life. And it is definitely a thing. I mean, Bush Stadium is different from what Colorado. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely different. And him adjust his adjustment, it took two seasons. And you can't really just call this flare that he had last year, like solidified as what he is going to be at Bush. I do think he can hit at Bush, but I do not think that you can sit there and say that's what he's going to be. From here on out, it's not it's not the case, and the reason I have Alex Bregman up there because that son of a bitch can. Everybody behind him, all he's got to do is get on base, and he's going to score seven hundred runs next year. 
Yeah. No. Yeah. That. I mean, it's that's that's just the fact. Bregman's going to be there. Toronto players in general are going to be there simply because if they have that, right? Have yeah. That no. Team around everybody. Yeah. The Astros, man. The rich get richer. Oh yeah, Brett Springer's with the with my Toronto. I'm talking. Yeah. So. They have, right. they have it down there. No, 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 absolutely not. What? Get rid of that. What? Get rid of that banner. He's he's not top five. Who's our producer? Who is putting that? All right. All right. You'll have to take this up with the show's producer. All right. Here's, my, here's where I'm most excited. Shortstops, guys. Shortstops. We all have the yeah, same Turner. number one shortstop. This is, this is a given. Um, I so, think... Trey Turner. Real quick, Rob, should we should we do our short stops and then I mean we've been going an hour and thirteen. Should we do our short stops and then wrap her up and yeah, I, or, think, that, or I, we... I think that would be best. Okay. Um. Yeah. Unless you guys want to talk about outfield, I, don't, I mean I, I really don't care. Yeah, uh, let's, yeah, let's end it on outfield. All right. Okay. Trey Turner. Trey Turner is the number one shortstop in the league. Uh, I, I think we're all yeah. in agreement here. Um, I think Trey Turner could legitimately buy for the, the, the MVP this year. Um, I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Phillies, I guess, because no, I, I see a lot of people pick, you know, um, Atlanta and the Mets to, to be the top two contenders in that division. Dude, the Phillies did nothing but get better. Nothing but get better. They can, they can hit the ball, and they're – I could see, I could, I could, I could, I could see Trey Turner as, as MVP this season. Thank you. Oh, I could certainly see that yeah. too. I mean, I Agreed. think he's got all of the, all of the quantitative and qualitative statistics to back that up. I mean, he's, um, you know, he hits at the top of the lineup. He's a table setter. He provides great uh, defense. He's such a threat on the base paths. Probably the biggest threat, I guess, in the game right now. Um, but, yeah, overwhelmingly, number one pick, I think, for everybody. Um, yep. You know, I guess, is there anything on the third base lists that surprise you with anybody's rankings? Um, or, sorry, Bo shortstop. Short sorry, shortstop. Uh, I think Boba kind of surprised me. Um, he was hard for me to put in my top five, and but I still put him at my my third best shortstop. The only reason I did that uh, was simply because I was basing my rankings off of our current league, not our not our rotisserie league that we're going to be doing. And he came out a couple weeks back and he said that his plan is to be more aggressive on the base pass. So I really like Bo Bichette this year. Uh, I like the like the idea of him running a lot more. Um, Especially, I mean, again, I've, I'm going to be the dead horse, but you know, the the new rules and the the base sizes are, are definitely going to help that. Um, Jordan, like I said, I was I was I didn't have him I didn't have him in my top five initially. Why did you stick with keeping him out of the top five? You uh, went with uh, Seager instead, which yeah, hey, I I uh, talking about Bashat, right? Yeah. Um, because Bichette's going to give you more power numbers. Oh, not Bichette. Uh, Seager's going to give you more power numbers. You're going to get more power numbers out of Seager. Uh, you're going to get more RBIs. His lineup is pretty 
when it yeah. plays well is fire. I yeah, honestly yeah. think he's going to get a lot of RBIs batting behind Simeon. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, that's that's my take on Seager personally. He's going to be able to get more of those more of those hits. Those home runs. I might change my rankings then because I, I do. I, I mean, I do like Seager. I like Seager a lot. I like what they're doing down there. I mean, that team. They could come out of nowhere this year too, and and legitimately be a, a competitive team. So, no, absolutely. All right, All right well, we're still going Trey Turner. He's number one for our shortstops. Um, outfield. This one was fun. Um, we did a ten team. We did a ten person outfield. We'll still only talk about two or three. Um, obviously, um, Ronald Acuna. He was he was probably everybody's. He's in everybody's top three. Um, and then looks like Aaron Judge was in there as well. And then if Jordan can say his name without choking, he can bring up Cedric Mullins. <laughs> no, <I'm not> <laughs> well, Cedric, Cedric Mullins, everybody knows, is going to be the a top three, top five. Uh, outfielder, period. That's all I got. That's all I got. How, for old, how old is Cedric? Um, I think he's like 27. You know, what's what's interesting when you look at the outfield lists, um, for us, uh, and how we've ranked them is, is it it really is like a changing of the guard because you know, now Jordan, Jordan is giving Trout proper respects i suppose with putting him at number two but you know you look at a guy who is you know universally recognized as one of the the best players if not the best player in the league right now he fell all the way down to number nine on rob's list Uh, and i had him he was outside of the top three and on my list as well so i think when you look at the outfield position and you look at some of the talent i mean you know and looking at some in particular you got obviously julio rodriguez is making everybody's list right now um you're looking at guys like uh Stephen Kwan, um, of course, from my my list. Um uh, but then you got like your staples, you know, you got your your Aaron Judges, I think, uh Kyle Tucker's Mookie Betts. Um, I think with that that was kind of some of our more um uh, agreed upon people, but but it's exciting because you know nobody uh it, it's exciting because they're nobody expected i think some of these guys to burst out on the scene like they did and um yeah. you know it's just and then and then you're seeing you know some guys that are starting to finally put some doubt in the mike trout narrative yeah mike trout is still top 2 in all of baseball when he's playing the most the scariest human on in the batter's box and in the outfield. Yeah, yeah no, from he's fantasy, from a fantasy standpoint, Trout's definitely Trout's definitely somebody that you want to go. I mean, he had forty last you, year. If you're right, <laughs> nobody talked about that. No, right. And I mean, it's just if you if you're in an auction league like we are, uh, if you don't put a bid on him on Mike Trout, you're doing yourself and the man's name a disservice. I don't have him in my top three um, just because I just like what – I just 
Like Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts makes my top three in the outfield. Yeah, he'll play more second base this year, but if I draft him, I'm not drafting him to be my second baseman. I'm drafting him to be an outfielder because I've got more options at second base that I want to get. Now, obviously, if I don't get those options, I'm going to put Mookie at that spot. But then I also see guys like Kyle Tucker and, hell yeah, Cedric Mullins. Those guys have kind of shown that they can they can bop with the best. Like, let's play them. Let's, let's get them going. And Mike Trout, I, I, I might just be an ageist, but he's old news. Yeah. I mean, you know what you're going to get, and you know you're going to get an all-star caliber player. You may even get the best player in fantasy baseball, but not a single person in our league is going to blow their wad on him. It's not going to happen. No, and, and you know, and that's the biggest issue, I guess, with baseball. You know, you got Mike Trout, your biggest. He's milk toast as hell. When's the yeah. last time Mike Trout said anything fucking interesting? Not, never. 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 He's boring. Never. And then one more person I wanted to hit. Tim on. Duncan, Julio baby. Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez. <laughs> oh man. J Rod. I got him. I got him at number six. J Rod. Jordan at seven and Adam at two. Wow. Um the only reason Dang. I don't have the only reason I don't have J Rod higher out of the last few rookies of the year, how many of them got hurt? It's gonna happen. Buddy's yeah. gonna miss time this year. Buddy's going well, to miss time this year. It's a curse, yeah. man. It's that curse. Well, and if it's not an injury, it's the sophomore slump that that kicks right. in. And and yeah. you know there are things that worry worry me about. Uh, you know, he doesn't walk hardly at all. You know, compared to the strikeout numbers he's putting up. Um, you know, so I think with him being in his first year, there's there is a lot. Uh, to the sophomore slump. I think the, the, the scouting report, the league, everybody figures you out a little bit. Right. Um, so, you know, but, but you can't deny that the electricity of the guy who, I mean, my goodness, 25 doubles, 28 home runs. No, J-Rod's going to, he's going to regress slightly. I feel like I bet you he's going to have a, it'll probably be next year. His, big breakout season where he's going to hit crazy, but he will probably regress when, because pitchers now have a beat on him. Now they know what he likes, what he doesn't like. And that it's going to be a lot of learning for him. I feel like granted, I still think that he's going to ball ball the hell out. He's fast. He's going to get you stolen those stolen bases when he's on the base. Um, And then you're also going to get those home run numbers. But it's the it's a matter of fact if he's going to be able to hit those balls at a high efficient rate like he did his rookie season. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And, and well, we got a little bit of time. We got uh, DH. Obviously, the number one DH in the league is Shohei Otani. Nobody's going to argue that. Um, a lot would argue. A lot of people in our league would argue against drafting him just because the load management situation that he's going to run into and how he projects on your team is very difficult to deal with. It's, your league set up the same way as ours. Um, so we went with Jordan Alvarez. I think Homie is going to ball out this year. I I don't see Aaron Judge like home run numbers out of him, but I do see right there behind him. I think he's going to just be a monster this season. Yeah, no, I I see it too. I mean, I <clears throat> I don't think necessarily you're going to see. Yeah, you know, like the sixty, however, whatever it was that 
Judge just got this year, but I, I mean, I think you're going to see well into the 40s probably from from him. I mean, you got to look at the guy is young. He's only 25 years old. Right. He's 25. Can, yeah. How is a 25 year old built like that? I don't get it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's 25 years old. I mean, the guy. You're talking about a 1019 OPS last year. I mean, he just it's it's gap to gap power and he hits it all over the place. I mean, the 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 size and the strength and the plate coverage that that guy has is is absolutely amazing because on top of the home runs he's put up 29 doubles to to go with the 37 home runs for a slugging over 600. Yeah. I mean, it's it was an insane year for him. Um, top three MVP uh, to go along with his all-star game and his silver slugger last year. So wow. he, he's just a man. I mean, just an absolute man. He is. Uh, it, it's fun to watch, too. God, I've been collecting his cards. I, every time I go to a card show, i got to pick up at least Wood and Rodon. It just, I, man's, I, I, a, man's built. Yeah, I love is he Is he from Cuba? Uh, yeah, I think so, because uh, last year it's – they talked about how he, he hadn't seen his mom in uh, a couple of years and they brought her to the game. Uh, and then I remember I placed a home run prop on him that night and he went and popped too. So. Yeah. And that'll be someone to keep an eye on, um, you know, with how young he hit the scene. Cause uh, he hit the scene in Houston back in 2019 um, for how young he hit the scene and the numbers he's putting up and only at 25 years old, he did just sign a deal. I think this off season he did um, looks like he signed six years, 115 million, which is an absolute steal. I think for the Astros, to be honest, but you look at the end of these six years, see where he's at. I think he could possibly be right up there with the Jeff Bagwells of the world, as far as, you know, Houston Astros, you know, power numbers. I mean, I, I don't think it's, sure. And he's not juicing. He's not juicing to do it. Allegedly. I mean, he doesn't have as cool the, as a batting stance, though. <laughs> this is for this is for sure a fact. I wouldn't if I was a oh, yeah. high oh, caliber yeah. pitcher. Oh, yeah. I would a hundred percent. I choose Judge yeah. over Alvarez. I doubt I'm it not in pitching that little bitty stint at the end of last season, simply because I don't want to be the pitcher to give that home run up. And he's he was hot as hell for a little while, but. They're coming into this season, I, I 100% agree with that. I'm not bad. I'm not bad. I'm not. I'm, I'm scared of Alvarez if I'm pitching against him. Yeah. Jordan gets, but, Jordan, oh, hold on. <laughs> Brandon Jones. Jordan gets hurt if he sneezes too hard. He's a DH. Yeah, man. I like, think. He's not, he's not gonna I was going to say. I was gonna say, I think he's taking a. I see he followed that up with a dot dot dot. Fucked me down the stretch. I think he's taking a little personal bias because I'm looking at him and I'm like, well, he's played in, you know, well, yeah, he played in 135 games. That's not, you know, but for for a guy that that you know also weighs in at uh, what he's probably 280 pounds. So, I mean, the dude's a monster. Man's a man. Man's man's a dog. Yeah, but. Brandon, I know how that is, man. Trust me. I've got some people that are on my personal shit list. And, you know, once you're on there, you're not getting off. So. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse Winker, he can suck one. Byron Buxton. <laughs> Byron Buxton. I'll never roster Byron Buxton again. No, uh, dude. When, when Byron's Such playing, a roller coaster. he's 
when, when Byron's playing, he's one of the best in baseball, and then he gets yeah. hurt for a long time. Yeah, yeah that's then that's, he comes back being the best. Right, that's the problem, and that's when you're not playing his ass. You're like bench him, or you send him off someplace else. You forget it's just. Then the second you pull him off the IL, it's like oh, I'm going to let him sit on the IL for a little while. No, and then he comes yeah. off the IL and gets hurt again. Like, what the fuck, man? Why did you run into the wall? Why are you running into the wall? I understand you're trying to make great catches, but you're playing for the Minnesota Twins, and it's fucking July. Come on, the Minnesota yeah. Twins in July, and you're running into a fucking wall. Rob, Rob's got a Rob's got a fantasy team to manage. He doesn't have time for that shit. No, a wall. I mean, a wall. You're it's the Minnesota fucking Twins. <laughs> like I get you had you had a moment back in the nineties, and I get you had like you saw a moment here in front of you, but you fucked it up. Bad. Yeah. Well, you you know what they say. He he was um he was willing to run through a wall for his uh, teammates. Yeah, well, make a, make a different teammates next time. Like, you know, why are you still with Minnesota? You have the talent. Go someplace else. They can't keep you healthy. Their doctors even suck. Their physical trainers are terrible. They can't keep your ass off the IL. Leave the fucking city. Jesus. But, hey. Why is that playing? All right. There it is. So, guys, we, we're now at a, an hour and a half. I think we should probably try to wrap this thing up. Yeah, I say let's give it a let's call it a night. Hey, thanks, everybody, for watching. Except for you, yeah. Jim. Jim. Um, hey, hey, real, real yeah, quick, ahead, real quick. This is, this is going to be a bi-weekly show. So, um, and so be prepared for every Friday, every other Friday at – nine o'clock it seems like that's going to be our target time uh but then also when it comes down to our sponsors we'd like to thank uh one of our local sponsors over in fort wayne uh called the old fort uh baseball company uh adam you got some things you'd like to say about them yeah man we're thrilled to have the old fort on old fort baseball company on board um i think what they're trying to do is actually really cool um here locally but but also nationally with their kind of support local baseball initiative um they get super involved here locally um in different organizations but i i think like uh what, what they're really trying to do is is trying to give the history uh, of baseball in Fort Wayne, a platform, because it really is a, a, a very rich history that, that you could do a whole podcast episode in itself. But we just wanted to kind of give them a huge, huge shout out. They've got awesome shirts, awesome hats, as you can see. Um, so go ahead, check them out. We do have a code. You use the code batters on their website. You get 15% off everything. So thank you so much for them. Go support the people who support us. So that's our that's our quick plug for Old Fort. What else you got, Jordan? Um, also, I'd like to mention this. Uh, in two weeks, when we have our next episode, uh, we're gonna have a two episodes that week. We're gonna have one on our Friday, and then that Saturday, we're gonna be having a live broadcast of our auction draft. Uh, it is gonna be. Fun, and you're also going to be witnessing a bunch of idiots getting around their computers and phones, drafting players that they will never meet. 
and be cursing them out. You don't want to miss it. Uh, and then uh, also when it comes down to our social media link, make sure that you uh, follow our Instagram, follow our Twitter, and then also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, also subscribe to VSN Baseball as well, the people that are providing this uh, network for us to be able to talk to you. Uh, am I missing anything? Uh, anything, guys? No, man. Um, just, yeah, appreciate the, the support. Any interactions, um, I guess, you have with us? Any uh, follows, likes? Uh, that's all appreciated. Any any um, ideas for topics or comments about the show itself? Feel free to send that to, um, you know, the scrolling ticker, I think, lists all our stuff down there. So we definitely look at that. We'll get back with everybody on that. Um, we got a lot of cool stuff coming down the road. So, yeah. Um, Stay tuned for all of it. Absolutely. Rob, do you have any closing remarks? Mom, I'm sorry about the way I spoke about Byron Buxton. I'm just passionate. There you have it. He's sorry about Byron Buxton. Hey, it was a lot of fun uh, talking with you guys. I'm excited to get this baseball season started. And I am ready to be able to discuss fantasy baseball and baseball in general with you two guys. Thank you guys for joining. See you guys in two weeks. All right, we'll see you, man. See you, bud. Uh...